Have you heard of POTS? Postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, or POTS, is a dysfunction of the autonomic nervous system that can cause a lot of worry and stress. And it can also cause some very frightening symptoms. But the best way to overcome this kind of fear is to learn more about your condition, which is why we're talking about tachycardia and specifically POTS today on the Dr. Lam Show. I'm Dr. Carrie Lam, and in my years as an anti-aging and family medicine specialist, I've seen many people who have experienced POTS. And I've also helped them understand and overcome this condition, which is what I want to help you with today. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam. I'm a specialist in chronic conditions, many of which uh, cause POTS as well. And so this subject is a special interest uh, to me and also to the patients that I help. So I'm easy to, uh, really eager to get started today. So to start out, let's take a closer look at what POTS is and what the symptoms associated with it. And so any illness that's really directly related to the dysfunction of your autonomic nervous system is, has a collective name of dysautonomia. And postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, or POTS, is a subset of dysautonomia. And so POTS is where, you know, when you go up from a sitting position to an upright, your heart rate increases disproportionately. And this causes a sudden and drastic increase in your heart rate. And it can also happen when you're going from lying down to sitting up, right? So any posture difference from um, lying down to sitting up or sitting up to standing up, um, causing that increase in heart rate over 100 beats per minute is tachycardia. And interestingly, majority of POTS patients, around 75% are actually females of menstrual age. And a small portion does happen during pregnancy. And males that tend to develop POTS are usually in their early to mid-teens. And so this condition normally arises for them, for the male teens during their growth spurt or maybe after a bacterial viral infection that they have. And so about 25% of POTS patients are very disabled by this condition. It really affects their system. So when you are in a resting position or lying down, approximately a quarter of your blood is in the chest cavity. Then when you stand up, a large portion of this blood flows out of your chest into your abdomen and your legs due to the force of gravity. And in order to ensure an adequate supply of blood to your brain to prevent from fainting, the sympathetic nervous system is activated automatically and the norepinephrine is released by the brain. So this is what the sympathetic response is. And what the norepinephrine does is it goes to the heart and your blood vessels. Your heart rate is increased due to blood vessels narrowing. In so doing, the blood flow to the brain is increased, helping you prevent fainting. But what happens in people with POTS, Dr. Jeremy? Well, many uh, POTS-associated symptoms are due to basically the inability of the blood to move to the brain in a really fast and timely manner. Now, epinephrine also plays a part as it mainly is released when your body is in a very stressful situation. And so its job is also to ensure that a steady supply of blood is going to your brain, which is necessary for survival. So once the stressful situation is over, then the heart rate and blood pressure returns back to normal. In some instances, you know, uh, the activation of the sympathetic nervous response and the feedback mechanisms fail, 
And so then there is no normalization of blood flow to the heart and the brain. And so POTS symptoms tend to come up, such as lowered blood pressure and also a rise in heart rate. And so POTS can really present in a variety of symptoms. Uh, these symptoms include lightheadedness, dizziness upon standing, constant fatigue or tiredness, heart palpitations, anxiety. They could even have GI problems such as vomiting, constipation, diarrhea, cramps, or bloating. Uh, brain fog is something we see often, hypoglycemia, shortness of breath, and sometimes visual problems as well. And added to this, a lot of people tend to have uh, anxiousness. So they get mislabeled as anxiety because the constant release of the epinephrine and the norepinephrine. And many clinical results are either inclusive or borderline for POTS. And so because majority of POTS patients have a large variety of symptoms, it can be hard to properly understand what is truly underlying this problem. So if you are going through POTS symptoms and they sound familiar to you, but you don't really know what to do and you're frightened and confused, don't worry, we can help you. If you call us at 714-709-8000, you can have a free initial phone call and we can get you more specialized advice and assistance about POTS. So what causes POTS, Dr. Jeremy? Well, POTS symptoms uh, you know, mostly occur in young women. And so a lot of it can be associated with, you know, uh, uh, hormones as well as things that might affect younger women. And, you know, many teenage girls who develop this condition uh, often find it gradually dis, uh, disappearing after a few years. For others who have undergone chronic stress, then their, their POT symptoms might still be debilitating. And so causes of POTS include a viral illness, uh, trauma, diabetes and blood sugar issues, uh, autoimmune conditions such as lupus, cancer can also cause POTS, uh, amyloidosis, which is the production of an abnormal protein in the blood marrow that accumulates in your tissues and organs, Sjogren's, which is another autoimmune condition where your immune system attacks your tear ducts and your salivary glands alcohol or metal poisoning, and sometimes genes as well. When you have uh, abnormal and faulty genes that can result in a high production of norepinephrine or epinephrine, that can also uh, be a cause of POTS. And so also note that someone who has adrenal fatigue could also be suffering from POTS. Right. Although many people with adrenal fatigue can suffer from symptoms of POTS, they are often less drastic in those without adrenal fatigue. And um, people with adrenal fatigue that have POTS are usually more of a subclinical picture. So if your symptoms are not as severe as the ones of typical postural tachycardia syndrome, you might be referred to as subclinical POTS or early undiagnosed POTS or early POTS. So um, if you're tested for POTS, but you don't really have very severe symptoms, your doctor might send you home saying you have POTS-like symptoms. And maybe they will give you some medications like beta blockers to alleviate some of the symptoms. But um, do 
make sure that you find out what the root cause is, okay? Because if your symptoms are not severe, then hey, maybe you wanna look into seeing if you have adrenal fatigue and or helping the sympathetic overtone from the adrenal fatigue might help your POTS-like symptoms. So there is a very strong link between adrenal fatiguing and this POTS and tachycardia. And a lot of the symptoms do overlap and many people can get very confused, struggle to find a solution. And if you're one of them, you know, call our team at 714-709-8000. So we can help determine whether adrenal fatigue has a role in what you're experiencing and help you fix the root cause. So now we've looked at some potential causes of tachycardia and what it's actually like. Let's look at some ways to alleviate its symptoms and give you some peace of mind. Well, to manage POTS, there's a couple things that uh, you should consider. The first thing is make sure that you don't start a nutritional supplemental program without proper consideration and consultation. That's because you really need a master recovery plan in process. Improper use of nutritional supplements can actually make and um, worsen the subclinical POTS and it can also trigger adrenal crashes. And we've seen this often. So make sure you consult a medical practitioner to also rule out whether you have primary POTS. Again, you wanna focus on the underlying metabolic balance and really allow the body to heal itself by using nutritional program instead of drugs and medication if possible. Irritable bowel symptoms should be stabilized by means of probiotics to help facilitate the food assimilation from the gut. Want to try to avoid antibiotics if needed as they can upset your intestinal flora. Our adrenal breathing exercises really enhance the parasympathetic tone and reduce the, the sympathetic overtone and can help with the symptoms as well. Make sure some people think that detoxing can actually help, but aggressive detoxification can actually trigger POTS as well. What about medications, Dr. Carey? If you have no other choice and you've tried all these other things that you've talking about, then you might have to use medication to at least control the heart rate in the beginning. But you definitely want to get to the root cause, whether it's psychological or physiological or environmental especially stress that can be causing your triggers for the POTS. So remove and identify all these toxins and allergens from your surroundings. And um, another thing that's very important for helping with POTS is getting a good night rest of sleep and improving your gut health, being less inflammatory by avoiding inflammatory foods, increasing your fiber and car uh, complex carbohydrate intake, and a balanced diet. Um, some people with POTS tend to need more salt. So this is a salt challenge that we tend to tell our patients to increase their sodium intake if they don't have high blood pressure. And uh, they might feel a little more supported with more salt intake. And um, some people get a lot of POTS symptoms when they don't eat enough, they get hypoglycemic and that can also cause some of their POTS symptoms. So eating smaller, yet frequent meals may help reduce POTS symptoms. Make sure drinking enough water. And then there are some herbs that might be able to just calm your system down, especially your sympathetics. So that would be ginger and turmeric are more anti-inflammatory and then peppermint would also be a good one for calming. So th these are all tips that you can do 
to help manage POTS. And if you are still struggling despite trying all of these, you know that you're not alone. There is hope for you to find the root cause and to help manage this tachycardia and adrenal fatigue. So that's all we have for you today on the Dr. Lamb Show. And if you found this helpful, please subscribe to the channel so we can keep on sending you more great content, improve your life, and empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lamb Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.